What is up, DGAFers? Today we're talking about two types of negativity. Talking about self-negativity and other people's bullcrap that they project on you, (laughs) which would be negativity. Yeah, so true. So we're going to kind of walk you through, you know, it's January right now, and as we're recording, but we're going to talk about our negativity that we have going on in our own heads at times, how to get over that when you are starting to feel like you're stuck. And then we're going to give you some tips on how to deal with other people when they do project their crap on you. Yeah, I think this is a great episode for this time of year because I kind of talk about how, you know, there's seasons in your life where you feel a little bit more positive and upbeat. And then there's seasons in your life where you feel stuck and you're kind of very critical of yourself and you're letting other people's opinions really affect your day to day. And I think right now for me, at least this season of the year, this winter awfulness that I can't stand, um, I get in that headspace a lot. And I know Jenna's dealt with some negativity the past couple of weeks and it's just like, oh my gosh. Got my first official hater on social media. So we're going to talk about that. that. You're going to love it. (laughs) It's funny. So funny. So don't forget, take a screenshot of this episode and tag us on your social media when you listen. I'm at fitwith underscore Jenna Locke. And I am at Lauren Mayer underscore fitness. And we would love for you to rate and review us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, however you're listening. Yep. And make sure you subscribe because you don't want to miss out when we have new episodes. And we are getting really close to giving away our gratitude journals. Yes. So, so close. I actually have to look and see because it was, you know, it was in like the sixties, I think last time I looked. So we're really close to 100 subscribers. Make sure to actually write us a physical review. So type it out. Just giving us the stars is great. We appreciate that, but that's not going to enter you into the giveaway. So write us a review and we need to read our reviewer of the week. This review is from Ashley. And she says, the best words to describe this podcast are, what a breath of fresh air. It's so nice to listen to two women who tell it like it is, are inspirational, but are also real. It is nice to be able to listen to a podcast of two people who don't always have it together. Don't feel ashamed for admitting that and make you feel like you're along the journey with them. Love laughing with you on my way to work. Keep it up, girls. So proud of your accomplishments. Aw, thanks, (laughs) Ashley. I love that. And you're so right, Ashley. We definitely don't have it all together. No, never. No, <laughs> not, not never. Oh, sometimes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Here we go. Let's, Let's do this. Welcome to the Demand Growth Act Fearlessly podcast brought to you by Lauren Mayer and Jenna Lockhart. You guys, we are just two average girls who realized that the only way to truly live an exceptional life was to fight through our fears and never give up on our dreams. So when you hang with us, you're going to hear it all. The good, the bad, the the ugly, ugly, and everything in between. As our loyal listeners, you're going to be known as a DGA-effer, like don't give a or get it. <laughs> oh, but really, we want you to think about this because you're one of two types. You're either a DGA effer who doesn't realize the importance of living a life of growth or change, or you're a DGA effer who doesn't give a bloop what it takes to reach your goals. Our hope is that we can turn you into the latter if you're not already there. So it is currently January 24th, 
as we're recording this. And I know some of you are like, why are you telling me the date? And the reason I'm telling you the date is because we're going to start off talking about how certain seasons of the year produce more productivity and maybe you feeling a little bit more stuck and you're trying to get that momentum going and it's like, ah, you just like can't. And for me, that's right now. (laughs) (laughs) I think a lot of people struggle with, with negativity this time of year. And I think it's even more frustrating because we all go into January thinking that we're going to make all these changes and everything's going to go well. And then it's like, you get stuck just like you said. Yeah. And I, I personally think for me, it's because I'm tired in January. I don't know about you. It's like, you've been, you know, going through, it's like so exciting when fall hits, you know, it's like, Oh, the pretty leaves. And it's so nice out still. And then I don't know. Winter for me is just like a downer. I know there's this thing called seasonal depression. I've never really looked into it for myself, but I could possibly say I get some type of downer, a more anxiety in the winter time because you know you're cooped up in your house. And if you're listening to this and you live in Florida, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, for, <laughs> for everyone uh, in Ohio or in the Northeast region with us, you yeah, you understand. Get it. And and when I say stuck, it's like you have all these things you're wanting to accomplish. So in January, I mean the big thing that people usually do is like weight loss journey, right? Or you know something getting healthier. And you get a little bit of momentum because you're excited. You have that, um, you're motivated at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And then something happens where it's like your wheels just feels like they're grinding and you feel stuck and you're putting all this effort in and nothing's coming out of it. Well, and I think we live in a society now where we want results and we want answers immediately. Like right away. And I think everything in our world right now sets us up to be that way. Very true. I mean, mean, think think about it. I wanted to read a new book the other day and I'm like, I'm not leaving my house. I don't want to drive to go pick it up. I'm like, and I don't want to order it. I'll just get it on Audible. And within four seconds... I started playing it and listening to it. Right. Everything is just immediate. It's so immediate. And I think that's why I feel stuck in in January because it's after the holidays and there's all this hype about goal setting and all this stuff you want to accomplish. So you're thinking about all the things that you want to accomplish in in the new year. And when you start getting to work on it, you almost want it to happen in like two weeks. Right. And And it it doesn't. And then it doesn't. (laughs) And then what? Well, A lot of people quit, and we've talked about that in our New Year's resolution episode, but today we're going to focus a little bit more on the the things that you're telling yourself, and when you get into that rut of negativity, what do you do to get yourself out of it? Yeah, so we're going to start giving you guys some tips, some things that we've learned, you know, throughout the, the years of, like, really being stuck. I mean, there's always a time we are, and the one thing that has gotten me through these last couple of weeks, because I've been in this big cement stuck spot, um, has been professional development or personal development. So just, you know, reading my books that speak to me, that motivate me that, you know, when I'm just feeling overwhelmed, help with my anxiety. So that's something huge. Um, what do you do, Jenna? Well, I was going to say the same thing. Like I love listening to podcasts. I mean ours, but other ones as well, but just things that, you know, it's like you're in this, this crappy mindset and you can get yourself out of it pretty pretty easily if you listen to something or read something or put on some music or things like that. But, you know, and even thinking, thinking a little bit bigger, let's talk about you for a second, Lauren, because you use your workouts as a form of anxiety release. I think a lot of people do. I do as well. But 
you have not been able to work out in the last week. Yeah. And it's been really hard. I mean, my workouts, you guys, I have very high anxiety and I think this, I don't know if I can say it runs my family, but, um, I've just had it since I was little. Mm-hmm. I just know this anxiety has been been with me. And ever since I discovered sports and exercise, I've related that to, you know, when I'm in my exercise and when I'm playing a sport or being competitive, my anxiety is completely gone. So I use that as an outlet. But this past week, I have been very sick. I have double ear infection, coughing up along, like not good. So I can't really work out per se. I have to give my body rest. And that has been such a mental hurdle for me because it's like, what do I do? What do I do to release that anxiety? Because I can't work out. Yeah. So here was my advice for Lauren because she, she called me the other day and this is actually why we decided to talk about this today because she called me and was just frustrated. Mm -hmm. And I said, I feel like this is the universe, the universe's way of telling you to slow down and just take a step back and do nothing. And you were like, what? What? Do what do you nothing? mean do nothing? I'm like, <laughs> you need to go lay on your couch and binge watch The Housewives. My, that's my favorite show, by the way. <laughs> like, you guys didn't know. <laughs> take, take a day, give yourself some grace, and just let yourself do that. And I know I gave her that advice because – that advice, advice. Yeah, that's all right. Same thing. <laughs> but I gave her that advice because I've been in that that same position where it's like – I feel like I need to do all those things, everything at one time, and I can't. Nobody Mm -hmm. can. Mm -hmm. And so I get really down on myself when I feel like I should be doing more. And I'm working right now. The the thing that's working for me is to take two hours a day and let myself just do nothing. Yeah. You know what's funny? I listened to a podcast a while back, and I think the podcast name was Being boss, if I can remember. Um, But they were talking about giving yourself a certified lazy day. So when you start feeling very like overwhelmed and things are just not working, you're like freaking out. It's almost like you want to keep piling more and more and more on your to-do list because you think that's going to help. But what you really need to do is like allow yourself, give yourself that time of like, all right, I'm not texting anyone back. I'm not cooking. I'm not doing anything. I'm just literally going to relax and sit at home with my family and watch Netflix. I love that idea. Uh, Certified lazy day. You schedule it ahead of time. And I, (laughs) and a lot of people don't know this about me, but I'm actually very introverted. I'm like an extroverted introvert or whatever you call it. But if I'm at like a big event or if I'm spending time with a, like even like a lot of my close friends, I need a solid day to just unplug do nothing, like recharge my batteries almost before I can just jump back in. And I think for me transitioning from working full-time as a teacher to now working full-time on my own hours, that has been a, a, a difficult transition a little bit in terms of I have to figure out how to spend my days and how to give myself some grace when I, I don't spend every waking hour working. Right. You don't want to burn yourself out. And I think I've burnt myself out so many times. And then when I, like these five days that I've let myself, now mind you, I I mean, I did a little bit here and there because, you know, my mom and, you know, I have responsibilities, but I really, you guys, I did let myself sit on the couch, watch movies with my son, take naps. Like I asked my mom to come over and help. I asked my husband, like, I need to go lay down and sleep. And I feel, mind you, I'm still a little stuffy, but I feel relaxed. And mentally you feel happy. So much better. I feel happy. Yeah. I don't feel like I have 8,000 things in my brain going off and stressing me out. 
Like my face was breaking out. It feels so clear now. I feel really, really good. And I know a lot of you are probably like, okay, a certified lazy day sounds great. But I also think rewarding yourself every now and then is good too. So stepping away and actually doing something you enjoy. Yes. I think be another so too. Tip. Get a massage, get a pedicure, go, yeah. I don't know. Do- like we scheduled our hair appointment we have next week and I just can't wait to bring some champagne to the salon. We asked ahead of time. They said yes. <laughs> and we're going to just get our hair done and we're not going to think about anything else. We're just going to talk and have fun and just schedule those times for yourself. It's so, so important. Right. Because it it can be overwhelming and you can feel like you have to do all the things. But here's the crazy part. Lauren somehow got called off school today for a water main break. Yeah. So <laughs> she's teaching one day this week. Yeah. Uh, but she came over today and we sat down and we're like, all right, what do we need to do? And we busted out this whole list and we're going to accomplish it. Yeah. I did. I, that list didn't overwhelm me because I had that break. Yeah. That time to myself. Yeah. So we're not saying don't ever be productive. We're just saying. Yeah. You know when there's that time. Yeah. When you're almost to your breaking point, give yourself time, give yourself grace, and then come back strong. Yeah. Especially if those negative thoughts are just on a loop in your head and you're like, I'm literally beating myself up like crazy. That's probably a time where you need to tell everyone, I'm turning my phone off. It's a certified lazy day. Mom, you're sitting on the couch with mom and watching TV. (laughs) That's all we're doing. I'm not cooking you guys anything. We're getting takeout. Bye. Right. Now- (laughs) Speaking of that, you stayed on your nutrition mm-hmm. while you were, were sick and not working out and all of that. So is, tell us about your lazy day. Like, does that mean go order pizza and go order – like what – It used to. I will be honest. It used to be like my husband and I would just go get Pizza Hut mm-hmm. and wings and it, it's changed. I did cook on my, my lazy days um, just because – I have learned how to cook in a way where I'm not cooking for very long. It's like five minutes. My, my meal's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my you guys, I stayed on my nutrition really hardcore, and I upped my water intake like an insane amount. And I will say it's – I think it's why I've recovered so quickly and I was able to work out today and not like have to now be off another couple days because, you know, I, I got out – too early. But um, I think sticking to your nutrition and treating yourself with respect while you're sick, it doesn't mean it's a free pass to go binge eat a bunch of crap because what is that going to do for you? Right. I mean, it's going right. to make you feel worse. So I guess that's that's what you have to kind of ask yourself when you're you're planning these days. Like what, what activities, what foods, what things, what purchases, mm-hmm. what are things that you can do that you won't regret doing later or won't feel guilty about doing later? And it sounds funny that we're like telling you to schedule this, but in the podcast that I listened to, she's like, no, I'm serious. Yeah. Like get in your calendar, meet with your family, like your husband or your partner or whoever and your kids and say, this day, whatever day it is, is our certified lazy day. Okay, guys, what are we eating? Or do we need to plan ahead of time? Like we're going to go order blah, 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 you know, from this healthy place or, you know, whatever, go get soup or, you know, what are we going to do? And it sounds funny, but like you're going to come out of that certified lazy day feeling refreshed. And you're going to look forward to it. Yeah. It's going to be so fun. It's going to yeah, be exciting. You know, you know, it's coming and you know, it's like a, a release that you can just really enjoy. Yep. All right. So let's, let's spin the topic a little bit because we talked about, you know, self negativity. What about 
when others are negative towards you. Let's talk about how to how to react to that. Yeah, and I'm going to ask Jenna some questions because she actually had an experience I, this week. I did, you guys. <laughs> with I, a hater. It's a big week. I got my first official hater on Instagram. Yeah, and it was funny. You texted me. You're like, I got my first official hater. I was like, congrats. I know. We were excited. <laughs> I'm like, and you know what? It, it sparked a lot of engagement on that post. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so. We're not going to really like bash anyone or anything no. like that. But I mean, what was the gist of the negativity that you got? And how did you handle it? And how did you want to handle it? But how did you actually end up handling it? Yes. And I love that you said we're not going to bash anyone because that that is literally what we're going to talk about yeah. with this. Yes. Because you are going to want to bash that person. Oh, you're going to want to <laughs> slaughter that person. Like you're going to be annoyed And there are going to be things that you really want to say. But before you do it, you have to to kind of take a step back and think about, first of all, if it's something that was hurtful or just mean or, you know, flat out a crappy thing to do. The biggest advice I have is to always remember that when other people say hurtful things to you, mean things to you, that is a reflection of them. And that shows right there that that person is dealing with something or has some things to overcome or needs some serious personal development. It's not on you. So think about that first. And I think that will help you react in a positive way. Yeah. So her negative comment was on social media. And I think through social media, it, well, it could go both ways. It could be easier to kind of step back and, and process, you know, and be empathetic to that person um, rather than if somebody was maybe saying it to your face. I don't know, but um, just putting your phone down or whatever device you're viewing this negative comment on and just step away for like a couple hours or, you know, mm-hmm. just to process and, and really like she texted me first and, you know, you texted your husband, like, what should I do? And I've had an encounter with negative comments on social media, calling me disgusting and all of this stuff, like whatever. And I think that since I've dealt with that before, I was like, Jenna, just mm-hmm. don't say what you want to say. Right. Because <laughs> the first, the first hater that I officially got was the girl um, that told me I had too many forehead wrinkles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I responded and told her that I li- literally could not blink my eyes if I did not have right. skin oh my on my God. forehead. And she deleted her comments after that. But I, you know what? I kind of come back at it with a, a humor standpoint. Like, humor is always good. It's always good. I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus. I'm not going to like respond and and tear anybody down because that's not what I'm about. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to read what people are you know, some people are really sarcastic and have dry hu- dry humor. So it's like, you know, you got to be careful how you read something might not be how they're saying. Now, there's people out there that's like blunt, like they're being very rude. Yes. But, you know, today I had a poll on my Instagram story where I had um, two options. I, you know, I've, I've been looking like death in my Instagram stories lately because I've been so sick. But I finally put makeup on and I was going to had to go to parent-teacher conferences last night. And so I put a poll and I said, do I look alive? And I put like... Yes, no one's going to know you're sick. And then I put one that said, yikes. And somebody voted, yikes. (laughs) And I messaged her just like laughing. And I put, oh my God, do I really look that bad? And I just put, ha, ha, ha. And she goes, oh my God, I did not mean to click that. She's like, I thought that said yes. (laughs) And so, you know, you have to just take a step back and either make light of it, laugh about it. Like, don't take it personal. That girl didn't even mean to click that. You know what I mean? So that 
it's take just, a step back. That is hysterical. And I, I do think that's important, especially, you know, with our day and age, I sound like I'm 95 years old. <laughs> I keep saying that, but with texting and everything being so immediate, a lot of times you can't feel emotion in a text message. No, you can't. And when things come through, you automatically sometimes always jump to like that, that negative, this defensive must, mode. This must be what they're talking about. I'm going to defend myself. And in reality, that may not even be what is happening. Right. So this is, I think it's easier to brush off strangers, you know, who are being negative to you. Like, I'm like, oh, I could care less. I don't even know who this person is. Yeah. But what happens when friends and family, people that are close to you, coworkers, what happens when they're negative to you? Like, how do you deal with that? You know what I do? And I know, I know this is hard. I just keep leading by example. Mm -hmm. That has gotten me so far because, I mean, I'll be honest, when I first started my whole health and fitness journey, and I know we keep going back to that, but I I use that as my example because that is really where I've seen the most negativity from friends and family and and all of that. Um, But if if somebody is reacting negatively, I feel like they're uncomfortable with what I'm doing because of something going on in their life. Yep. Whatever. Once again, it comes back to them. I mean, people are so interested in themselves. They're not really actually interested in what you have going on. It's more a reflection of what's inside of them. Right. Right. For for so many reasons. So, I mean, we could get into specifics, but we're really not going to. No. I, I think, you know, it, it depends what's happening in your life and what your situation is, but allow yourself to take that step back and say, okay, you know, so-and-so may have an, a problem with this because blah, blah, blah. X, Y, Z. And I think it, it really depends on, you know, is this person that's really close to you? Um, is this a constant thing where they're trying to yank you down with them? If so, I mean, just give it space. Like, mm-hmm. Just, I'm not saying, you know, it might be somebody who's really close to you can't like actually cut, cut them out, but give yourself space from them. Lead by example is always great because eventually they're going to either leave because they can't stand it and it's probably best for both of you, or they're going to change and kind of see like, oh God, like I've been not the nicest to them. And I, what am I doing? Um, and it, and it will take time. It's going to take time. And I think too, you know, if you've got somebody in your life who is, is really struggling with a decision that you've made or something that you've done, I just think, you know, you have to take that step back and let, let them have some space and just keep leading from the front. Yep. And, and I've experienced, I don't know if I'd say like super negativity from, you know, very close people, but I, you know, I get the comments. I always say this, you know, when I started my, um, fitness competition prep, um, I did a fitness competition last year and I had to pack all my food. Like I literally come to work with like a cooler full of food. Cause <laughs> if any of you have ever done a competition, you understand if you don't, it's insane. Yeah. Like you have to be dedicated all the time. The one thing that I have learned from Lauren is that I don't ever want to do a competition. Oh my gosh, it's insane. You have to be on point all the time. Yes. And so I would bring like coolers of food to school. Well, I would go to the lunchroom and I would sit down to eat, you know, because sometimes it's like you just want to go mingle with people. And, you know, I like people that I work with. And oh my gosh, the comments I would get like, 
you know, they'd have somebody's birthday and they'd have cake and they'd be like, why aren't you eating the cake? And I'm like, I've told you 55 times I'm doing a fitness competition. Well, what's this one piece of cake going to do? You're too skinny anyways. Why are you trying to lose weight? Da-da-da-da. You're always a health freak, like constantly getting these negative comments. And, you know, most of the time I would laugh it off and just you know, say whatever. Yeah. Well, and that's a good point because the more you argue with somebody and try to explain yourself, the more defensive you get, the worse that situation can get. Oh, for sure. I would just laugh it off and be like, guys, cause I've got goals. Like that's what I would say. Yeah. And uh-huh. they would just be like, Oh, you know, whatever. And then it would be, it'd be done. Um, or I, I mean, it got to a point where I was just like, I can't like, there were some days I just couldn't hear it. I'm just yeah. Like, I just can't. So you removed yourself. So I would just eat in my my classroom mm-hmm. and just kind of like, you know, listen to some personal development and and mm-hmm. you know, it, it helped not having that constant nag, 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 nag. Um, but then I think after a while, they realized they couldn't break me, so they stopped. That's huge. And I think yeah. anytime you start – anytime you make a big decision in your life and you start something new, try something new, it is human nature for people to wait for you to fail. Oh, Yeah. Like, how long is this going to last? She's going to eat this. Yeah. I know she is. I can sit here and poke at her forever yeah. until she does it. Yeah. And then you don't. And they're like, oh. Because because they would break in that situation. Oh, because, for sure. And that's what you have to remember. Because they physically, mentally, emotionally wouldn't – don't think that they'd be strong enough to do what you're doing. So they react by picking at you. Mm-hmm. You know? So that, I think, when you can see it from that angle, it becomes easier to deal with. And best advice, I think, of the entire episode is surround yourself with people who get it. Yep. Because, you know, Rachel Hollis says all the time, and I truly believe that you, you will never reach your entire potential until you surround yourself with people who are always striving to be better. You should never be the smartest person in the room. You should never be the most dedicated person in your circle or the most energetic, positive person in your circle. You need to surround yourself with people who have the same vision as you. Yeah. And who want to push you to go further and who push themselves to go further. And I think with Lauren, with you and I, that is why we work so well together Mm -hmm. because we both view each other as somebody who is never going to quit, never going to get up on, give up on no matter what it is. Yeah. And we each get better because of that. And I would say, I feel like with you, this is the first time in a really long time that my conversations have been like about growing and not bashing somebody. Yes. Don't you feel like a lot of the times in certain circles, you were just constantly, I don't know. I just felt like we always were talking about somebody. Yeah. That's like all our conversations were. I think so too. And now, honestly, I just try to remove myself from those kinds of conversations Mm -hmm. because that's just going to tear. It's not productive. No, it's going to tear everybody down. So best advice is find somebody or find a group that you can connect with that will help you to grow. Yep. So that's all we got for you guys today. I hope that helps and we will see you next time. See you later.